0: It's the most wonderful shopping time of the year. Stay tuned. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. Welcome to Episode 10. My name is Professor Theo. I'm broadcasting from the campus of Splendid University. In beautiful, splendid West Virginia. Home to some of the most wild and adventurous and unimaginable boys and girls and things. Some people think the wild and wacky happenings of this town have something to do with the top secret and ill-advised experiments of my lab. I can assure you that's ridiculous. The holidays are here, and the malls are full of shoppers hungry for deals. I went to my local Mega Mega Mart on Black Friday. I was out of cucumbers and root beer. Black Friday is not a good day to go shopping for such items, I've learned. But being there in that big box store... As the holidays approach, reminded me of a story of a boy named Isaac and his mother and the big blitz lottery they won a couple of years ago. This is their story. We bought a mega, mega mart. The holidays were near, and oh, what an exciting time. Made even more exciting when six-year-old Isaac won fifteen quintillion billion dollars in the Big Blitz Lottery. His mom asked him what he planned to do with all that money. His reply was simple. I'm going to buy the Mega Mega Mart. Isaac's mom didn't think it was such a good idea, but her son was very convincing. Owning the Mega Mega Mart is my lifelong dream, Mom, Isaac pleaded. They have everything. We'll have plenty of food to eat. I'll have every toy I've ever dreamed of to play with. They sell futons and televisions and games, so we'll have places to sleep and things to do when we're awake. Isaac's mom finally agreed, and they used a chunk of their lottery winnings to buy the Mega Mega Mart. Isaac changed the name of the big box store to Isaac and Mom's Mega Mega Mart, and for a while they had a lot of fun. They ate loads of macaroni and cheese, played video games, watched football, rode bikes up and down the aisles, played a monopoly, fed the fish, raced shopping carts, and so much more. After a week they got bored, though. The giant Mega Mega Mart seemed awfully lonely with just the two of them. Isaac had an idea. There's way more toys here than I could ever play with. And Christmas is just two weeks away. Let's open up Isaac and Mom's Mega Mega Mart to kids that might not get Christmas gifts and let them choose whatever they want. Isaac's mom thought that was a great idea, and that's just what they did. In only a few days, the toy department was empty. But Isaac was happy, knowing that hundreds of boys and girls would have toys to play with on Christmas Day. Isaac was going to miss all of those hundreds of toys that he had to play with, but he felt good knowing that the boys and girls of his hometown would not have to go toyless on Christmas. Then he got another idea. Mom, we've got more food than we really need. I mean, there's only two of us, Isaac said. And some of those kids that were here for the toys looked awfully hungry. Maybe we could open up the doors of the Mega Mega Mart and let hungry people that can't afford food to have the chance to take whatever they need. Isaac's mom thought that was a great idea, and that's just what they did. In no time at all, the food was gone. And without all those toys and all the food, the Mega Mega Mart was beginning to look a little bit empty. Isaac said, there's still lots of clothes, and look at all these futons and televisions. We really don't need all of these, do we? You're probably right his mom replied. Maybe we should... Isaac interrupted, excitedly. Give away the stuff, too? And that's just what they did. Folks from far and wide gobbled up goodies based on Isaac's generosity. It was Christmas Eve, finally. The Mega Mega Mart looked awfully empty. Most of the toys, food, furniture, electronics, clothing, and more were gone. Isaac even gave a lot of his lottery winnings away to families in need. Suddenly, the Mega Mega Mart looked awfully lonely, with nothing but large white walls staring back at Isaac and his mom. Of course, they were well taken care of. They'd set aside enough to suit their needs. It feels a bit more like a regular home now, only bigger, doesn't it, Mom? Isaac asked. It does, she replied. Maybe we should just move back there. I mean, we really don't need all this space. Our home is just the right size, I think. It seems three weeks of mega-mega-mart living was enough for Isaac and his mother. They were both happy to move back to their old apartment on Christmas Day. And they felt good, knowing that they had given so much to so many at a time when giving is most important. That was fun, but I'm glad to be back home. Isaac said. "'I am, too,' his mom replied. "'You're my favorite present, Isaac. "'Thanks for the adventure. "'You're my favorite present, too, Mom.'" The End Remember Tanner? Tanner is Splendid's computer whiz kid, trapped in the world of computers and video games, protecting the Earth from a toxic computer virus while trying to steer clear of its inventor, Mr. X, who wants to use the virus to destroy all of the world's technology. Theory X, Part 2 When we last visited our computer whiz kid Tanner, he had rallied alien space invaders to help beat Mr. X. The villain promised to return. Tanner knew Mr. X well enough to know that he would come back stronger than ever. Tanner would have to assemble a large group of brave gamers to be ready. Wizkid Tanner already had the help of twenty alien space invaders, but he felt that he might need much more. Tanner had been leaping from game to game, computer to computer, for quite some time. With each new leap he would try to befriend some of the game's characters and rally them behind him in his upcoming battle with Mr. X. Sometimes it was easier said than done. For example, Tanner didn't feel very welcome in a world where a giant ape was constantly throwing barrels at him. He quickly left this game and leapt into another. Tanner had better luck recruiting a turtle army that was desperately looking for something to do after years of failing to keep a couple of Italian brothers from continually rescuing kidnapped princesses. Tanner added the Turtle Army to his alien space invader friends. He also had luck recruiting some very upset ducks that were tired of being hunted, some street fighters, a paper boy with lightning-quick reflexes and accuracy, and a few kid superheroes from the all-new and very popular Buck and Tracy vs. the Book Fair Bandit video game. Tanner's force was quite large now. Mr. X returned, and he brought a legion of computer whiz kids with him. There's only one of you, Tanner. I found a bunch of kids just as skilled as you. One of them will get that virus you're hiding and bring it to me, Mr. X laughed maniacally. Ha 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 Then I'll unleash the virus and destroy all these games and all technology will crumble. Suddenly, everyone was transported into a berserk maze-like game, equipped with a laser gun. It was dark, and your enemy could be lurking around the corner at any time. Tanner was able to use this to his advantage, though. Back in his real life, before he lived inside video games, Tanner was a skilled laser tag player. Mr. X's large group of whiz kids proved difficult to top. But Tanner had his own group of turtles, space invaders, street fighters, paper boys, and kid superheroes to help. Still, the good guys struggled against Mr. X's highly trained and super-sophisticated young battlers. The turtles grew tired. The space invaders shot down. The paper boy experienced a glitch. The kid superheroes were taken captive. "'It's over, Tanner,' Mr. X bellowed. "'Give me the virus. "'It's what I sent you in here for in the first place. "'Give it to me, and you can go home. "'I'll help you out of this video game world.'" Tanner thought about it. He considered both sides. Surrounded now by whiz kids, Tanner stared at Mr. X and said... No. Then we'll take it, Mr. X shouted. The WizKids closed in on Tanner. Tanner held the virus close and imagined what the world would be like once it was rid of all video games. It made him so sad. All of the sudden, a giant ape appeared and rescued Tanner. The ape threw a barrage of barrels at the WizKids. The ape brought backup with him, too. Scores of video game football players and baseball players and plants and zombies joined in the battle and helped tip the scales in favor of Tanner and his friends. It worked. The good guys succeeded in defeating Mr. X. Tanner thanked the giant ape and all that had helped. Old games and new had worked together and all involved happily celebrated the video game victory. It was a short party, however, for suddenly Tanner was zapped out of the game. He hadn't been outside the gaming world for weeks, maybe months. Now he stood face to face with Mr. X in X's lab. Tanner, your friends aren't here to help you anymore. Give me the virus. Put me back in, Tanner commanded. No problem. Give me the virus, and I'll put you back in forever. Right before I delete all video games, the villain threatened. That's too bad. Tanner smirked. I don't have it anymore. It's in a safe place where you'll never find it. Tanner wasn't bluffing. Where had he hidden the dangerous virus? What would Mr. X do now? Had Tanner saved video gaming and computers once and for all? To find out, you'll have to tune in to the third chapter in the Theory X series when it's available. We have not yet met Splendid's own Max, a young computer whiz kid girl who will soon team up with Max in his battle with Mr. X. But that will have to wait for another time, too. That's all the time we have for today. And all the stories I have for this week. Next week, our kids' superheroes, Buck and Tracy, will return in an electrifying holiday themed story. And soon, very soon, you'll meet those time traveling teens and the St. Nick Squad. Straight from the North Pole. Until then. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. I'm Rissy Joy. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might zap you into a video game. If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week.